The opinions expressed in the Brothers on Law Show are for informational purposes only and are not a substitute for personal professional legal advice. Thanks for tuning in to Brothers on Law on Go Country 105. I'm Larry Mandel. And I'm Rob Mandel. And we've been trial attorneys here in Los Angeles for over 40 years. On our show, we will discuss current events, talk about legal issues, and have some very entertaining guests stop by. So stay tuned every week for Brothers on Law right here on Go Country 105. Here we are, the Brothers on Law. I'm Rob Mandel. And I'm Larry Mandel. And we are very proud and happy to be back here talking to all of you out there and uh, Go Country 105 FM. So, uh, Larry, do you remember when we were kids and uh, we grew up here in the San Fernando Valley and our mom would drop us off on the corner of Sherman Way and uh, Reseda, and there was an old movie theater there, and you could go into this theater for 50 cents and uh, see a double feature, and we loved doing that. You remember that? Yeah. Three pieces of candy for 10 cents. Right, right. And I like the uh, flicks. <laughs> what else? What other candy did you yeah. like, Rob? Oh, I don't You're know. You're dating yourself, I, sir. I, yes, I, I am. Flicks. Hey, we have another voice there, Larry. <laughs> and that... That's a segue to our special guest today to help us expand on this even further. Not talking about candy, that is. Talking about movies. Movies. And that's Todd Curtis. He's an actor who was on The Young and Restless and in many movies like Out for Blood and Chain of Command. Two of my favorites. (laughs) We we were going to go over some of our, maybe our top five legal movies um, with someone who has actually been in movies. What do you think about that, Rob? I think it's great. Todd, welcome to the show. Thank you guys so much. It's a pleasure to be here. Wow, what a voice. I didn't realize that I had, uh, you know, the the movies have come and gone, but uh, I have to say one thing about the setup here. It's fantastic. And your executive producers are special and talented Aren't people. they hot? Yeah, we love them. I cannot believe Cam it. and Meredith, not Cam. to drop any names. Yeah, we don't want to drop <laughs> names here at the law, law firm. Yeah. Anyway, thank you for having me in here. And uh, I really appreciate it. I love this topic. And, um, uh, you know, it's something that most of us, there's only a few roles in television anyway, as you know. There's an attorney. Right. There's a doctor. Sure. Okay. And then we have the cop. Okay, right. and then we have sitcoms. That's it. Right. Everything else is kind of mixed. Once in a while, they'll throw in a show with a couple of neighbors beating each other up. Right. Or something right. Like that, and know? some and some gangsters. And you look like you could play any of those. I have yeah. played all you of know? them. Yeah. yeah. You can so, even play a gangster. Yeah. How how, how oh did God. you get? How did you get into acting? Because we all know that's a very tough profession. Wow, that's a great to break question. Into. Well, you know, I think it's like with anybody when they when they get uh, growing up, and I grew up in Michigan area in Detroit. And Tough. we all had, yeah, okay. So yeah. we all had dreams growing up, and I was kind of involved in music and study and things like that. But I always had my eye on theater. I loved going to the theater. My parents were very open about it. You know, we used to go to plays and have people over, and they'd be singing in the house and stuff nice. like that. And as I got a little older, I thought, you know, this could be something I'd really be interested in. So I did a couple of plays and so on. And then at one point, after I was uh, just in the middle of college, I used to hang out with the theater people all the time. You know, I was there and we'd go to the shows and did a couple of operas actually, a little really? couple of little roles in there. Can you sing? So you're uh, a singer. 
Oh my God! Are you kidding? We love that. Fly me to the moon. Yeah, Sweet. one of my favorites too. <laughs> he just picked his favorite song yeah, right out of the blue. Oh, there you go, sir. So you're, <laughs> again, you. you're dating yourself. Sir. Yes, right, of course. So uh, you know, it was one of those things where I wanted to come out to California and just see, put my toe in the water and see what happened. Right. You know, and I got out here like anybody else. I didn't have any real direction. I didn't know anything. You know, and this yeah. is of course a few years ago. When uh, you know, I drove around in a 1970 Cutlass with the floorboard rotted out, and no one cared. <laughs> right, you know, right. you just kind of drove around. You got an acting class. You started meeting people. Everyone was very receptive. You know, say so come, come to this thing or do this workshop or something like that, and you start meeting people, mm. and you start to uh, create your craft, and you do a couple of plays, and then next thing you know, you never know. Someone says, you know, there's a part, or I have an agent. I want you to meet. Yeah, and. You meet them and they go, you know, this kid could do something for us. Let's see what we can come up with. You know, and the next thing you know, you audition and stuff like that. I love the soap operas. They were amazing. I did Young and the Restless and a show called yeah. Capital. Okay. So it what, was a, what, what, around what time are we talking about? What year? Well, this was the 80s. This was the early 80s when okay. soaps were actually at their peak. Right. You know, in terms of the ratings. You know, they couldn't have been more popular back then. And it was a new show, and they hadn't put a new soap opera on for years. Right. You know, and it came out, it had a lot of attention. And eventually it was taken off and replaced and so on as the soap started to change. But I absolutely loved that. You know, the concept was amazing and different because they hired sort of young, uh, little wet behind the ear actors like myself and others, and they surrounded us with very talented people that did films. Okay, mm -hmm. so we had this contrast. So that's how I got my start, you know, in the soaps, and ended up doing some films and things like that. And The Young and the Restless was after that, which I loved, you know. So I was surrounded by these a lot of talent, and you learn a lot. But the soaps were great for a couple of reasons. Number one, you got to work almost daily, which isn't the same for uh, films and yeah. prime time. And most, yeah, most. most how did you remember the lines if you're doing it I didn't daily? Exactly, I didn't remember a thing, sir. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like our radio show, huh? <laughs> Line. But, but no, aren't not at they all. filmed live? I mean, I I remember I had friends that were you Go know, ahead. they were like background actors in, right. in uh, soap operas and right. it was really hard it was, work yeah. it was tough and I loved it though because I'd go home at night and study and I'd love to look at the stuff and really memorize it and work with the stuff and here's here's the great part about soaps you would do all these pages let's say you had 10 pages or something the next day and they'd get there and they'd go we're cutting half of it oh jeez <laughs> yeah you know but you were always had to think on your feet and stuff I really enjoyed it and I loved the medium I loved to go in every day, and a lot of times there were different people. You had different scenes with people. You and I could be something. The next day I might be with the girls, and we're hanging out doing something. You know, it was just so. There's a lot of uh, areas for creativity, different environments, stuff like that. And we used to film at uh, CBS TV City, Fairfax sure. and Beverly. Yeah. Nice, absolutely love that place. Yeah. When Liberace the, lived across the street. Hello. Yeah. That's some good information. Yeah. Did you know that? <laughs> I didn't know no, that. The first day I went there, I remember the first day, the first day of the show, and my buddy drove me there and dropped me off. Okay, we had lived in a Burbank apartment or something, and drove me in. There wasn't any security. We, I walked right in. They, oh, you're the new kid on the show. Come on in. Can you imagine? Not, not like that today. It's there's yeah. a forty foot fence there. Bob wires, cameras, armed guards. Uh, you know, it, can you imagine? This is in the last 30, 40 yeah. years of what has happened to this town. Oh, so I know. That's how long How on. long did you have the run with The Young and the Restless? I did soaps for about 10 years. That's straight up. And then some films after that, um, Chain of Command and different stuff. And just had a ball. You know, and I love it. 
So uh, that you know, and you know, when you started talking about uh, films that have to do with attorneys, this is an excellent topic. You know, because there's always. Uh, lawyers that are uh, on the soaps. There's always a trial. Right. You know, it's, yeah. it's unbelievable. Well, it I'm, I'm, binge wa- I'm, I'm binge watching a show right now <laughs> okay. called Suits. Have you heard oh of that God. show? That's good. Yeah, it's so good, but it's kind of like a soap opera. Yeah. They're always there's always a conflict. Okay. There's always a problem. Yeah, sure. Kind of. It's there. There's a little lot of melodrama. Right. You know. And uh, but it's all about these crazy lawyers, right. you know, that are in these you know conflicts, and and it's uh, it's something else. This is what happens, and uh, having these part of the soaps when you did a, you know, everyone's life was in the balance. So you'd either be in the hospital, you'd either be dealing with an attorney, or someone was trying to take someone's company down. You know, right. always a conflict. You have was, to have that conflict. Uh, right? Look, the soaps are the basis of basically every drama. Yeah, you know, uh, as the world turns started. Uh, on the radio, this was like 60 years ago. That was this first soap opera was on the radio, uh-huh. and it was a 15 minute segment. Now they've turned into, you know, back in the day, remember General Hospital and Young and the Restless and all that stuff. Just yeah. huge following. So it was a great time. Who was yeah. it? Susan Luca? No, Lucci. Okay. Lucci. Right. Right. Susan Who got Lucci. nominated over and over and over again. And I, I think she did. She finally win an Emmy. She did. Oh, she good did. For darn her. it. God yeah. bless her. She yeah. was on. Uh, all my children for my many children. years, you know, huge right. star, very nice. We had done some appearances together. A lot of times the soaps, they would do these large venues where, you know, they'd bring a few people from each show or something like that. Anyway, mm-hmm. it, was just, it was a great time. Have you suffered or been injured by someone else's negligence? When you need a legal team that will stand up for what is right, won't give up the fight and obtain justice, call 818-886-6600. Mandel Trial Lawyers specializes in personal injury cases of all types. Whether it's a car accident, product or premises liability, dog bite, or a catastrophic injury, Mandel Trial Lawyers are there for you when the fight is worth it. Call now for your free consultation, 818-886-6600. Let the scales of justice tip in your favor. So we we were talking about uh, movies movies with lawyers Ah, and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And Larry and I often talk about these. If you go into my brother's office, you'll see black and white photos from um, almost every uh, memorable classic uh, legal film that's been made. Mm -hmm. And we often talk about, well, what's your favorite one? What's your favorite one? Because it's very, very hard to pick. And so what I thought we'd do is just talk about our top five. Okay. You know, they, if, you, if you can remember, you know, which ones you, know, you, you really love. Not to put you on the spot, Tom. Right, no, that's right. fine. Because we're lawyers. We I want to talk it. about lawyer movies. I love the spot, and I want to be on it. Yeah, yeah. and you're here. That's what yeah. we want. Do you, is there a, what's your list? I mean, starting with what's your least favorite out of that five, would you think? Well, okay, so if I were to start at number five. Okay. Uh, God, I'm going back now. Um I'm going to say number five, and of course, this is out of many, many movies because there's so many to choose from sure. that are wonderful. But I'm going to go number five, Inherit the Wind. Wow, okay. Okay. You. So you're starting heavyweight, but it's yeah, still number five. A long yeah. time ago. Yeah. Not yeah. as popular nowadays, but it was an incredible with Spencer Tracy. Yeah. Frederick March, Spencer Tracy, based on the true story of the Scopes uh, monkey trial in uh, Chattanooga, Tennessee. And it's set in the South. It's set, I want to say, in some fictional town. Sure. And it's funny how they made it fictional. So probably when the author wrote the play or wrote the movie, the screenplay, there was something where he had to do it more fictional. 
or he just wanted to, you know. I don't know, Rob. You're speculating. <laughs> yeah. Objection, speculation. Yeah. Spec- objection, yeah. sir. Yeah. But Todd, yeah. what, for what would be five? number five No, this for is you. great. When you first brought this up, now, it, it, my experience with this or when I watch films or just being around attorneys or watching it in soaps and so on, I think there's a whole spectrum of the possibilities here. Okay. We have the lawyer, is, is it's humorous and tragic. Right. Right? So we have that whole s- scope there. And I think about... Uh, films, I think that they, they all sort of uh, have a bit of each in it. If I was going to think about a movie that, to me, that would have an ideal set of attorney experiences, I'm thinking of my cousin Vinny. Okay, so that'd be number five. That'd for be you? number five. Okay, so, you know, now, I'd probably go a little higher on the list for that. Me one. too. Yeah. No, that's number five. Okay. Okay, I'm just thinking off. But and why? Well, why is it among the top? Five? Well, I think it's a perfect. Uh, rendition of uh, the humor involved in in the whole court dramas and everything else. I mean, with Pesci and Marissa Torme, who, by the way, was on As the World Turned. She did daytime television uh, back in okay. the day. You know, Didn't ended know up that. doing very well for herself. Yeah, you know? but uh, just the movie's just so much fun. You know, you have right. the Karate Kid is one of the Ralph Macchio, right? And one of my favorite actors, Fred Gwynn, plays of course. the. Uh, the he judge. Herman Munster. Munster. The Munsters, right? <laughs> yeah. That's exactly right. Yeah. yeah. What's a ute? Yeah. <laughs> <No>. Ute. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Youths. All right. My number five <laughs> is. Uh, this is tough because Todd has touched on something where it's, you know, comedy versus drama. But in some of the older movies I haven't seen in a while. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna go I'm gonna go more to a more modern movie like A Few Good Men. There you go. With Tom Cruise, that's a good Jack okay. Nicholson, you can't handle the truth, Rob. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's an excellent movie. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I need to put Inherit the Wind a little higher up the list because A Few Good Men is good, but it's not as good as Inherit the Wind. Well, and we're talking about different times of making these films, and I think it makes a big difference. You didn't hear it, The Wind, A Few Good Men, that was so popular back then. You know, it was the height of Cruz's career, and Rob Reiner was an amazing director at that time. You know, Jack Nicholson, there was no bigger star in the world. You know, so I mean, at the time, you're like, "Wow, this is what a combination of stuff." Yeah, that's yeah. True. And Demi Moore was in that movie, wasn't she? Yeah. No. And when Nicholson's on the stand, I mean, it's so powerful. It's that cross examination, it's just. But I love it because it's a military based, and I mean, it gives you again. These are different perspectives, right? You've got, uh, you know, Mike Cummings and Vinny. We've got Inherit the Wind. We've got a few good men. They're all different kind of arenas. You're okay? so true. Stay connected with us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and of course, brothersonlaw.com. So what do you think, number four? Well, for me, uh, I got to throw in Kane Mutiny wow. in the list. The heavyweight, man. Okay. You're just yeah, going, you're for yeah. going for the heavyweights, heavy heavy man. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just a fa- it's you know, one of my favorite performances by Humphrey Bogart. Yeah. You know, where he, he was very versatile. People, you know, often associate him with like this kind of a, uh, gangsterish personality, but um, you know, like you see, not necessarily a gangster in, in Casablanca, but he's you know he's a ruffian and uh, a rougher character, gotcha. you know. And um, but he was extremely versatile, and he plays this neurotic, paranoid uh, ship captain. <laughs> that drives her. You know, he's got the. I'm, I'm doing this with my hand because he had the, the metal balls. I don't know what they, they right. call those yeah, things, sure. but they were his nervousness thing. And he would have those 
things and he'd be you know uh, rolling them in his hand while he was you know under, right, under let's stress. Get off the metal ball. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm a man with metal balls. How about right. you? Number four. Yeah. No, look, I'm sitting in that same area. You're the mediator I, here, hey, Todd. Yeah, come on, Todd. What's I, number four? For uh, one you? of my favorite lawyer movies of all time is Legally Blonde. You know okay. that movie? Oh, yeah. You like the lighthearted I ones. love it. Yeah. Yeah. She was fantastic. Yeah. I mean, this gal, uh, it's so hysterical when she she sends her videotape in to get into Harvard, right? right? And here's the guys. They're sitting around the administration. They're looking at this tape. Their jaws are open, you know? <laughs> and she's doing the, she goes, look, I know the law. You know, and she's walking in the, like the tightest dress that anybody's ever seen. Yeah. And some guy skateboards behind her and whistles at her. And she goes, I object. Yeah. <laughs> it was classic. That yeah. is classic. So they all look at her, they look at each other and they go, Welcome to Harvard. You know? So yeah. that was a brilliant movie and the way it ended and I just loved it. That's that to me takes again a piece of this whole concept and puts it into a whole nother thing. And I think Reese was amazing in that. So that's my number four pick. How about yeah, you? And you know, um, that's not on my list, but when I hear that, it was a really good, it was a feel-good movie. And, and it was like, all right, the little guy prevailed, you know? She prevailed <laughs> and, and against mm-hmm. all, you know, those odds, yeah. which is really something that kind of segues to the movie that is my number four, is The Verdict with Paul Newman. Oh, that's He's the guy yeah. who's yeah. down and out. He's a down and out lawyer. He's an alcoholic. Right. He's got this client mm-hmm. where he's representing where there's, the uh, I think they is the person dead or the, the or the person's a uh, a vegetable yeah. but anyway he he goes he sues a doctor for malpractice and and it goes through that whole um, development of how the doctor hid the information and then a nurse comes forward and testifies that they had changed the record. Mm-hmm. And Rob, we had a case like that, but uh, I don't Did know you? if we can get into that. But we Hello, take it like easy. No, we don't want to get into that just yet. No, no. <laughs> Number three, Rob. I've, all right, you guys are picking on me. Go I gotta ahead. go first no, Rob, every time. You. Keep going. All right, so I'm gonna say Anatomy of a Murder Ooh, is number three. That's good. Okay, okay. That's and, good. and my main reason, two words, Lee Remick. There you go. My gosh. Okay. She was a stunner, wasn't she? Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. The most, one of the most beautiful women ever. That was incredible. And, I agree with you. Yeah. That was a great choice. Yeah. How yeah. about you, Todd? And uh, We cut you off, Rob? Well, I was just going to say. I want to talk about the Lee subject Ramek. Go matter, ahead. The, yeah, I would like to talk about it. But the subject matter was extremely controversial. We're talking about the yeah. early 60s. Yeah. And it was all about whether she was raped or did she right. you know, have an adulterous affair. And it was there was this... You know, innuendo that she was claiming rape because you know she didn't want to be branded as right. an adulteress, right. and it was a very saucy, fiery film, and there was some uh, very uh, poignant and and just uh, intense right. uh, cross examination right. on the stand. It, it was very inspiring uh, and dark, kind of a dark film. Well, this really. is it. This is what the, the layers again we're talking about. You know. I, I, it, going a little closer to that kind of an angle, one of my favorite movies with Harrison Ford was Presumed Innocent. Oh, yes. Yeah. Now, that is a perfect attorney movie right. to me. And he's a prosecutor. Yes. But the the cast they had with uh, Dennehy, uh, I mean, the whole thing was just unbelievable. And, of course, he's accused of uh, killing this woman he had an affair with. It had all the all the food groups in it. You know, the affair, the family, the corruption, the hiding evidence, uh, mistrials, uh, a, a judge that was corrupt. You know, it was just fantastic. And I yeah. just loved the way it was shot. 
And uh, Harrison Floyd was fantastic. That's, again, when he was really at the top of his game. Not that he's not excellent all the time. Right. But it was a great venue for him because he usually did the Indiana Jones stuff and everything was kind of action-based. And just so, had a little more meat to it. Yeah, perfect for him. Yeah. Played it beautifully. Yeah, that was a good film. And Bonnie Bedelia was his wife, and she was spectacular. Of course, she ended up doing the murder. And yeah, you didn't know right. until the very right. end. Where he's like, you know, I. <laughs> so now you guys all know the end. Spoiler ending. alert. Go ahead, sir. Well, it's only been you, 30 years since the yeah, movie came out. It doesn't you know, matter. And he goes yeah. out to fix the fence. You know, don't be fixing, fixing the fence today. Yeah. And he pulls out the old hammer, and boom, there's, there's the blood and the hair on the thing. It was great. All right. All right. So, number three. Number you. three, 12 Angry Men. Well, there okay. It is. And that's just unbelievable where there's interaction in the jury room. And Perfect. we see how one person can sway the others, you know, yeah. and, and show how the evidence is uh, contrary to what they think. And right. it goes into right. the dynamics right. of the personalities. Right. Okay, that, Rob. That'd be my two. number two. All right. Uh, okay. So you can elaborate. Cool. On okay. That. Oh. So, well, no, let's let's move on because right. we want to talk about. Uh, well, uh, never, we're never. Oh, wait, what, two? What's your number two? Number two? Yeah. Okay. Now we're getting into the meat and potatoes. All there right. Go. Go. I like that. Here's the, my two favorite. Attorney movies. All right, we'll just do a number two. We want to save the best for last here. Okay. Body Heat. Oh, oh man, I forgot. Oh, another my God, good you one. guys, All I'm right. ashamed you forgot. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, that is. Ned Racine, William Hurt, pays oh. a, just a not very good attorney in South Florida and right. ends up, oh, my God, he commits a murder. And the whole thing's fantastic. Yes. This is the perfect 80s movie. It's perfect and, it and was incredibly the, the, hot. The I mean, Kathleen Turner was just over Kathleen the top. The, I mean, this woman was just, he throws the chairs through the window to get to her. Hello. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the yeah. deception. Look at Todd, yeah. the actor, how he yeah. remembers. Oh, yeah. He probably remembers every he's, scene. He's, and all he's taking us back there. Oh, my God. All right, so my number two is To Kill a Mockingbird. There you go. Number oh, yeah. two? Yeah. Another heavyweight. Yeah. Another all heavyweight right. movie. And Rob, we're going to go to your number. To Kill a Mockingbird with Atticus Finch, Henry Fonda. I'm sorry, Gregory Peck. Unbelievable, yeah, yeah. Don't don't confuse Henry Fonda and Gregory Peck. No, he's please. in Twelve Angry Men. Yeah. Okay, ahead, yeah, I okay. guess you can't confuse. Well, I, that, the number kinda, one movie number of one, all time for sir. me. Drum roll. To Kill a Mockingbird. Sorry, Larry, not my number two. That's my <laughs> number one. Who was the major star in that? Gregory yeah. Bless you. You, yeah. you, you pulled the rug Gregor out Peck. from you under me you there. You can't beat it. You yeah. Can't beat it. No, no. I mean, there's there's so many memorable right. moments in that right. movie, you know. But, but the one that always sticks out in my mind. Go ahead. Is when the, the bad guy who apparently is molesting his own daughter, and that's how this whole accusation oh against the, 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 the guy on trial I is dare. all about. Yeah. But when he's, he's, you know, shouting at, he's got his basically his KKK. K brothers behind him and he's uh, shouting at Gregory Peck and then he spits in his face and Gregory Peck doesn't Finch doesn't flinch look at you hashtag you know what I'm saying and he he just slowly takes out a handkerchief and wipes it away and his eyes never leave the other actor it's a perfect attorney what yes yeah cool cool that was a great film how about you sir number one film number one see you mentioned it earlier my cousin Vinny. i'm going with my cousin that's it man so many many elements you know i mine was true i'm so proud of you sir to jump up on that list yeah that's perfect right and And for you number number one my number one film of all time a man for all seasons that was spectacular and that is and that is a legal film the whole thing is about the trial of treason Right. 
Sir, Hen- Sir, Sir mm-hmm. Thomas More. Sir Thomas More, yeah. that's correct. The acting was spectacular. Spectacular. Unbelievable. Well, he won the best uh, uh, actor, actor award play. Then. Yeah, Paul uh, Schofield. Susanna York in this, she was spectacular. Yeah. This movie was fantastic. And, and it um, had all the elements. Uh, and I'm not going to tell you how it ends like I did with the other yeah, ones. Yeah, well, so I remember how it ends. Go ahead, it's, sir. it's historical. <laughs> it's history. But it is the, history. Henry VIII was played by uh, a Welsh actor. I'm trying to remember his name. Um, not Richard Burton. And not Richard Harris. Do you remember? I, I'm going to give you another, one more guess. Um, so you know the answer, Todd. Robert Shaw. Robert oh, Shaw. He's fantastic. You, sir. Wait, Irish that's, uh, not Josh. Welsh. Is that Josh? Yes, the one who sings. That's he's at the, the end. shark. Yeah. I think you're going to need a bigger boat. Right. You're going to need a bigger boat. <laughs> we have been friends now. So yeah. It is true. Yeah. But cross me off your list. What I yeah. saw a moment ago, yes. I tell you flatly, our ways must part. I wish no place in a dishonest heart. Nice. <laughs> Very good, Awesome. Dad. Todd. Hey, He's man, a pro, Thank man. you. We're Larry and Rob Mandel, the brothers-in-law, here on Go Country 105. Do you have a legal issue you need help with? We want to hear from you. Find us on Instagram and send us a message. Then tune in on Saturdays at 8 a.m. right here on Go Country 105. Uh, thank you again for coming, but I want to I want to go to our tip of the day. Wow, right? what is that? Is that like yeah, a feature? We have, yeah, we have a tip oh, okay. of the day. Um, I'm going to read it. Uh, some of us love to have a drink after work wow. or enjoy a beer on game day. Is that an adult uh, beverage, sir? Yeah, a, a beer is an adult beverage, yes, sir. And we just want everyone to know, however... That legal drinking limit in California, when you're going to drive anyway, is 0.08%. And the general rule of of thumb is that it takes three drinks an hour for women, four for men to reach this level. And a DUI, that is driving under the influence citation or arrest, is so costly and can really actually ruin someone's life. So please enjoy yourself out there with your adult beverages, uh, but drink Responsibility. That's very good advice, and sir. Never ever drink and drive. Okay. God bless right. you. Yeah. Guys. And that brings us to Did You Know? All right. And this is the uh, DUI deterrence. It's passed in 2016. It's introduced by Senator Jerry Hill. And it expands a pilot program that mandates ignition interlock devices, the breathalyzer, to start the vehicle for severe or repeat drunk driving convictions from four counties to statewide. The cost of this device will be about $3 a day, and the convicted driver will be responsible for this fee for 12 to 48 months. Another reason why not to get a drunk driving conviction. All adds up. Yeah. Right. Wow. Call Uber or Lyft. There you go. All right. So, um, well, uh, yeah, weigh in, Todd. I'm weigh just in. saying those are that's both those things are good pieces of information. Yes, I just want to think. They got you nothing guys. to do with acting. Though. I mean, I'd like to sit here all day and just talk about movies. Oh, on we every can level. have you too. I want. Man. I want to have amazing. you back again. Yeah. Yeah. Well, God bless. I, you know, thank you guys so much for having me here. I just, I can't tell you how much I appreciate it. Our and, pleasure. Yeah. Our pleasure. We we're, we're oh oh by by the way though before we we say goodbye, Go Todd, ahead. we got yeah. we got somebody who's writing in. Now it's time to check the Mandel message box. Danielle. Okay. And she has a family member that takes care of her uh, mother, uh, in her elderly mother in Georgia, mm-hmm. and she doesn't think that the, her mom's being treated well by this person. She believes she's stealing from her. Oh. And that, her, and she says, my mom covers for her and says, I'm being paranoid. If I can get proof, can I sue her? Is it worth it? She's stealing her jewelry, by the way. Wow, what do you think, Larry? 
Yeah. I mean, it's theft. What do you think, Rob? Well, I want to know what you think. Because I, just I just told you, dude. I just, to- I just said the whole thing. <laughs> so, uh, well, I think, yeah, you should always go uh, go after someone who's stealing. If, but is it worth it? It just depends on how much they're stealing, I guess, right? Because the legal process can be daunting and it can be tough. What yeah. would you do that if that was your mom? That's, if that was my mother, yeah, oh, I'd drive the car right to the house. I'd yeah. take care of this p- pair of business. You know what I'm saying? I'm from Detroit, young. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I think they can <laughs> they could do that down in Georgia too. But we never. No, we never yeah, want we, that to happen. No, no, to anybody. Not really. Anybody that. All right. Yeah. Okay. Right, well, I think we had enough fun for the day, and I, really? I want to thank our guest Todd Curtis. Thank you. It was a pleasure having you here, Todd. And so, thank you again. I really appreciate it. Thank you. All right, right, and catch us next week right here on Go Country 105. And just remember, let the scales of justice tip in your favor. The opinions expressed in the Brothers on Law show are for informational purposes only and are not a substitute for personal professional legal advice.